Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Sports Ethos NBA DFS Today podcast. I am your host, Keith Cork, and I will be writing solo thanks to my new job schedule and starting this show so darn late nobody wants to do it with me. But that's okay. You get me, and that's all you get, and you're going to like it. Gosh darn it. Uh, I got a pretty uh, interesting here slate for you guys, a five-game main slate for your Friday, uh, which is going to carry you into the weekend. We're going to have a lot of fun here. I'm looking forward to it. I hope you guys are too. Let's get down to it, though. Let's talk about the injury news that we need to stay on top of. We've got Donovan Mitchell questionable with that groin injury. He did sit out in the game uh, last night with that injury, so very possible he sits out again tonight. Um Against the OKC Thunder. Desmond Bain of the Grizzlies is questionable with a knee injury. Keep our eyes on that one for sure. Uh, Steven Adams, as you all know, probably uh, by now, he is out with a knee injury for three to five weeks. Big bummer for the Grizzlies. We have some uh, value there we can definitely uh, look into. Bobby Ford is also out with a knee injury for a couple of weeks, which is also a bummer for the Milwaukee Bucks. On the uh, Pacers, we have Miles Turner questionable with an ankle injury. And also Andrew Nembard, questionable with an illness. On the Timberwolves, we have Rudy Gobert, always, it seems, questionable with that groin injury. See if he plays or doesn't. And we also have uh, Andrew Wiggins on the Warriors, questionable with an illness. And finally, we have Lou Dort on the Thunder, out, already ruled out, with a hamstring injury. And so uh, we have some stuff we could look at there as well. But let's get right down to it, guys. Let's just start talking about it. We've got Toronto and Golden State. Going to be a... Awesome. Uh, uh, this is probably one of my favorite games here on the slate. I think, you know, I like to target this one. Um, you know, not necessarily like to target the uh, Raptors and their defense because their defense is pretty good. I do like to pick on them at the center position, but of course, uh, was, Warriors don't have a center, really. Uh, they've got Kevon Looney. That's it. <clears throat> so I'm not really targeting too many Warriors here, to be honest with you guys. More so targeting the, the Raptors side of the ball. It's a 5.5 spread in favor of the Warriors. Don't have a game total yet on this one, at least not on DraftKings. But, yeah, everything I've got here is listed uh, on the Raptors' side. I've got Pascal Siakam at 9,500. I think, you know, just comparing his price next to the other stars that are on the slate, a little bit cheaper. I love the matchup here. Uh, you know, I think Draymond's a, a pretty good defender still, not necessarily as good as he was at his peak. Fell off a little bit. But even so, he's not going to necessarily single-handedly shut down any other player. And so he's definitely not going to shut down Pascal Siakam. And Siakam is going to be relied on heavily for this uh, still playoff hopeful Toronto Raptors team as they try to right the ship here and get in the win column and try to uh, get into that uh, playoff picture there. So I like Pascal Siakam, 9,500. I also like, I love OG on Nobi at 5,900. I think this is just too cheap for a guy. Early in the season was just absolutely cracking off. And, yeah, he's, he's really struggled as of late. There's no doubt about it. But I just think that, you know, you can't really take what someone's done recently into too much, uh, you know, consideration. You have to just kind of realize what their potential is. And for OG Ananobi, I think his potential is much higher than the numbers he's been putting up for the last couple of weeks. So I'm just waiting for him to turn it around. And so I think we keep playing him until uh, he does have that big game and then his price comes up a little bit. Right now, I think is the time to really strike and, and play OG and Anobi. And, uh, you know, the Warriors are, are not a good defensive team. They're okay. They're about average. Not terrible. But they're just not a very good defensive team. So, I still like OG and Anobi for sure. 
Uh, but maybe my favorite play on the Toronto Raptors is still Precious Achua at 4,200. Uh, I do feel like his minutes are still going to be slipping down a little bit. I know I mentioned that in the last pod with Kenny. And uh, I think he got 26, 28 in the last one. So somewhere in that range, you know, I expect maybe 24 to 28 minutes for Precious Achua. Uh, is he going to go ahead and pop off and, and have an incredible game? Not necessarily. He might have a, a decent game. Might put up, you know, 20 or so DK points. And that's fine. At 4,200. We'll take that, and it's not a big deal. I just think the price hasn't quite, quite caught up to what uh, the usage in the minutes he's getting right now. All right, let's move on, though. Let's talk about Memphis and Minnesota. This actually might be my favorite game. I don't know, maybe. <clears throat> but I do like both sides of this basketball of this uh, basketball game. I've got the Grizzlies at minus three for the spread. We do have a total of 237.5 for this game so far. So pretty nice. Uh, Going to be a close one. Some people out on the Memphis side, obviously. Uh, we've got to look, keep our eye on Bain see how that goes. Trying to think if this is priced where Bane's going to be in or out. Makes me think that Bane's going to play. I feel like this is priced where Bane's going to play, so we'll see. Don't think it matters all that much. But anyways, let's talk about it, though. Let's talk about Ant-Man. Anthony Edwards at 9,000. Been one of my favorite targets for a while now. You guys know this. Uh, hoping Go Bears out again. I'm always hoping Go Bears out <laughs> because I just don't feel like it's a good fit with Anthony Edwards or Carl Anthony Towns, but no Towns, of course, uh, at all, so... Anthony Edwards, I mean, he's going to be relied on heavily. He's going to have probably a big scoring night. I think he scored like 50 DK points, I want to say, in two games in a row. Let's see if I can confirm that for you guys. But uh, even so, I mean, even if he has like that kind of a uh, you know floor game where it's like 40 DK points, that's not going to sink you. And I think it's very, very a good chance that he does that uh, on the slate. So. I'll roll out some Ant-Man. I think he's a, he's a pretty safe bet here. I think he's going to be pretty heavily owned as well. So that's something to be aware about for sure. But I do want to roll some Ant-Man. Trying to get this. Here we go. Here we go. Maybe I should just have everything ready. What do you guys think? Should I do that? I don't know. Tough to say. Maybe I should just make you guys wait. <laughs> uh, no, but he's gotten, uh, let's see, 50-some yeah, DK points in two games in a row. This aspect ratio is crazy. I'm not sure what's going on here. But, uh, but yeah, we're going to roll with them. There we go. 52 and 50.8. Sorry about that, guys. Anyways, moving on. After Anthony Edwards, I do also have interest on the Memphis side of the ball. Probably uh, more just on the side of the ball. Oh, let me mention one more guy on the Minnesota Wolves. I'm not super into him, but there's no Gobert. I think Nas Reed at 4,300. He's kind of a forgotten guy, forgotten value. And so maybe his ownership will be a little lower. So you can think about it in some GPPs there. Um, he does have a pretty big ceiling and a very safe floor. So makes a lot of sense in GPPs for sure. So hopefully people will just sleep on him and not, not roster him if Gobert's out. But that price has gotten to that point where it's like, okay, yeah, I'm, I'm going to go to that if uh, if there's no Gobert for sure. And they're playing Memphis without Steven Adams. So they're going to have Brandon Clark in there and Xavier, Xavier Tillman. Xavier Tillman. I'm sure it's Xavier. Xavier Tillman. So I think Nasri can uh, can do some work on those guys. Uh, but let's talk about the Memphis side of the ball. I've got Jared Jackson Jr. 6,600 as a pretty sexy play here. Um, there's no Desmond Bain. Obviously, a few shots might fall on him as well. We've got a Minnesota Timberwolves team that likes to attack the basket. So I'm hoping for some blocks from JJJ. He could, I mean, he could be one of those you know, five, six, seven block games. It's incredible on that side of the basketball, obviously. 
uh, pretty much a shoe into a defensive player of the year at this point. Last I checked with the odds, at least. So, uh, I think Jaron Jackson Jr. at 6,600 is a solid play. Uh, but my favorite play, though, has to be in this entire game, and so far my favorite play of any of the game plays we've talked about, has to be Brandon Clark at 4,900. I, I fell for the Z Xavier Tillman, uh, you know, candy in the last slate. I did. I'm not going to lie. Uh, didn't work out for me. Didn't work out for a lot of people. You know, when I saw that, and I saw people out there advocating for people to pick out pick up Xavier Tillman in uh, season-long leagues, I was like, "What does does Brandon Clark not exist? And I fell for it. You know, I was stupid. I had a moment of weakness. Wasn't thinking for myself. Probably as a byproduct of the lack of sleep I've had in the last few weeks. But starting to turn that around, guys. Getting more sleep, so that's good. <laughs> so now, uh, Brandon Clark, though, 4,900. Still not, not high enough for me. I think he's got that pretty relatively safe, you know, 25 DK point floor there, which is 5x value. That's all you really need from him. But he could put up bigger numbers, too, if he gets a few extra blocks and rebounds. Not much of a scorer, though. Not a huge ceiling on him, I wouldn't say. Not going to get you any assists. So, more of a safe play, maybe. But I do like him a whole lot here. Um, let's move on to Cleveland and OKC Thunder. So, with the Cleveland OKC Thunder game, uh, it's a one-point spread in favor of the Cavaliers right now. Obviously, Donovan Mitchell's a big question mark right now in this game. If he is out, I mean, I do like some Darius Garland at 8300 I don't know if I'm going to land on him a whole lot there, but I do like that price tag. I think you definitely can go there. And obviously, Karis Lerner at 5200 if there's no Mitchell. I've actually got less interest in him than Garland. I probably would go Garland over Levert. Obviously, their price tags are not the same, so you'd have to shuffle your lineups around a little bit. We're talking about a basically a star-priced guy versus a mid-level-priced guy. <clears throat> but Levert, he's, I've got minor just only because I think his ownership's going to be just through the roof. I think there's other options here, honestly, in the like five to 6,000 range I like more than Levert. Uh, speaking of which, I've got Jared Allen, 6,000. I've got a whole lot of interest in Jared Allen. Last time, he, I, I was called him having a good game against his OKC Thunder in the last one. Again, this is, a, I mean, you guys can just do the pod for me at this point. I mean, yeah, it's OKC Thunder. I like to attack them down low. They have no centers. Um, I think in that last one, though, they did have, I think Garland was out. So maybe it was just Dominic Mitchell, if I remember correctly. But it doesn't really matter. I mean, Jared Allen's not, like, getting tons of usage. Doesn't rely on, like, getting the basketball a whole lot, not a lot of touches. He relies on getting boards, offensive rebounds, putbacks, blocks, rebounds. Uh, on the defensive end as well. So just stuff like that, and it's going to be, it should be a very safe floor for him. And I think a pretty decent ceiling too. I really do. I think he's going to like 42 DK points in the last one here, and at 6,000, that would be over 6x. So almost 7x. Almost exactly 7x. So there you go. On the OKC side, if there's no Lou Dort, which there shouldn't be, he should have been ruled out. Cambridge Williams. You're going to have him. Probably in a few lineups. Forty-four hundred. Uh, obviously, not the best lineup, not the best matchup here against Cleveland. Uh, very tough defensive team. But man, the OKC Thunder have been just rolling. Man, they've been playing pretty good basketball. So, Henrich Williams has uh, kind of been a big part of that. He's been playing minutes in the you know, mid to high twenties in like six, seven straight games. So. I do think that he has a, a very decent price tag here for what he's going to be putting out there in terms of uh, minutes on the floor. 
in usage. Uh, he's very up and down, though. I mean, there, you know, he could put up a, a stinker for you guys. There's a couple of games um, recently where you know, he put 15 DK points in 26 minutes a couple of games ago against Sacramento. Gets Brooklyn 10.5 DK points in 23 minutes. So there's some risk there, for sure. Wouldn't necessarily bank on him having a big game, but I think the usage is there. And, uh, you know, if you don't have a lot of options, he's a guy you can definitely look at. Sub 5,000. Let's go, though, to Miami and Orlando. But before we do, I want to go ahead and mention the DFS pass, guys. You guys should go get it. Go speak with us in the Discord. Uh, we are waiting for you. We want to go ahead and help you win. We want to tell you about our lineups up to lock and tell you what we're thinking. Four ninety nine a month. Go to sportsethos.com. Sign up. Get in there. We love you. Why don't you join us? Miami and Orlando. Let's talk about that. Um, Miami is a 7.5 point favorite over the Orlando Magic, which makes sense. But I think it's absolutely insane that Jimmy Butler is priced at 7,600. Like, what? Like, did, what? Look at the other guys priced in that range. I mean, it, it, I have to go to sleep. I have to do this. I'm sorry, guys. You're going to have to just humor me at this point, and I'll tell you that the other guys are on the switch. Yeah, Josh Giddy. You got Scotty Barnes. You've got Desmond Bain. You've got Jordan Poole. Jordan Poole, really? Ben Caro. Are any of those guys capable of putting up 50 to 60 DK points? Maybe Scotty Barnes. Like if he gets a triple double. I, I could see him doing that sometime. Let me see. Let me go pop in this game log here. He does have a 50 DK point game against Minnesota on the 19th of January, so just a few weeks ago. And another one against Atlanta. So you could convince me Scotty Barnes over uh, over Jimmy Butler, I guess, but man, Jimmy Butler's got the Orlando Magic. It's a good matchup. The Miami Heat need wins. There's They're not tanking. No one in their right mind thinks that Miami Heat are tanking. They're going to try to probably scrape into the play-in or hopefully the last playoff slot, spot I'm sure they're hopeful for. And, uh, you know, go from there. They've got Jimmy Buckets. And, look, he's been pretty up and down this season and mostly down. Don't get me wrong. But the skill's still there. And any given night, he can still put up a whole bunch of points for you. I think he's just asinine here. They're sixth right now, the Heat are. I had to go look at their standings here. So they're currently in, a, in the playoffs. They've climbed a little bit. But yeah, Jimmy Butler, 7,600. I got I to gotta go with that for sure. Um, Tyler here at 6,900. I was all over him last game. He had a big one. That was good. Don't say I don't think he's as much of a lock for me as Jimmy Butler is. Jimmy Butler's a lock for me. No way I'm not going to play him at that price tag. I think he's going to have high ownership for sure. I think everyone's thinking the exact same thing I'm thinking. But uh, I think fade at your own risk. I think I think this is a Jimmy Butler game right here. I really do. Uh, but Tyler Hero, yeah, I'm not I'm not like asshole on him, but 6900 is still a pretty uh, pretty stomachable price there. On the other side of the ball, we got Wendell Carter Jr. at 6000 And I've been mentioning him uh, pretty regularly on this pod, but just killing it, man. Uh, you know, pretty much guaranteed to get you, you know, 15 and 10. A couple blocks, some threes, but 
just increased production late recently. Now Miami, uh, tough matchup. Tough matchup. Bam is an incredible defender. So I'm not like super sold on Wendell Carter Jr., but I do want to throw him out there. He's an option for you at the center position for sure. I'm going to throw out there also Gary Harris at 3,300 for some GPPs. He's worth a dart throw, I think. Uh, if he's going to get minutes in the mid-20s like he did last game, we get word that that's going to happen. I think that's a very easy price for us to go ahead and just grab him in a GPP and hope for the best. You know, hope he puts up 22 or something like that, which is DK points. Hope his shot's falling. All right, let's move on to Indiana and Milwaukee. And we do have a spread here. It's eight points in favor of the Milwaukee Bucks. Makes some sense there. Um, not Probably not going to go with Giannis. Just want to mention him. He's a very talented player, but probably not. It's a five-game slate. I wouldn't blame you if you do. It's definitely you know, something to consider. If you can fit him in and get some other guys around him, sure, go for it. But uh, Indiana and Milwaukee, most of my, actually all of my guys here I have are from the Indiana side of the ball. And I know Milwaukee's missing Bobby Portis, so I think you can look at, one guy I was really considering is Brooke Lopez. Didn't end up putting him on my list here. I think, I just, I feel like it's a tough matchup here for centers. Especially if Miles Turner plays. If Miles Turner does play at 7,100, I have a lot of interest in him. I, I've been saying this you know, a while now, and it's one of those things that I'm just going to keep uh, trying to ride a trend here. But, you know, centers up against Milwaukee. You know, opposing teams have to play big to stop Giannis. Giannis attacks the basket relentlessly. And, man, that's a recipe for success for Miles Turner. If that happens, he should get a lot of blocks. Assuming he doesn't foul out or get in foul trouble. But it's always a possibility. But, you know, blocks, rebounds. Step out and hit a three. Brook Lopez isn't going to contest him out there. I think uh, Miles Turner is a pretty good play here at 7,100 if he plays. If he doesn't play, of course, Isaiah Jackson at 3,200. I'm over the Jalen Smith love. Of course, this is the game he's going to go out and have 60 DK points. So just go go roster him now. I said that last time about McConnell and Nembard, and of course that, that happened. So, so yeah, go play uh, Jalen Smith. But I'll be playing Isaiah Jackson at 3,200. But, yeah, I think that Isaiah Jackson at 3,200 makes a lot of sense. Basically, uh, minimum salary, and uh, really hard to go wrong there. Uh, let me throw this guy out here, though. I do have him in my current lineup here, and I've been on him the last couple of slates. He's been incredible. Uh, Benedict Matherin, 5,700. Very, very skilled player. Fun to watch. Uh, putting up a lot of offense here. Obviously, if Nembard's out, that raises his ceiling a bit. But no Halliburton. You know, we've got McConnell out there. Someone's got to be that primary scorer. And at times, it has definitely been big. So, I have no problem at all rostering him at 5700 I think that's a very, very um, fair price for him. But let's move on to our Thrive Plays. These are our Thrive Fantasy Plays. If you're not thriving, go to thrivefantasy.com. Download it. Use promo code ETHOS at checkout for a deposit match bonus up to 250 bucks, And you're going to win... Uh, Thrive Fantasy, though, I've got uh, four plays for you guys, actually. I actually like this site. Uh, I haven't liked the Thrive Fantasy slates in a while now, but uh, but this one I actually do. I've got four plays here. Brooke Lopez, over 7.5 rebounds, 110 points against the Indiana Pacers. Again, no Bobby Portis. Uh, I think he managed 32 minutes in the last game without Bobby Portis, and Pacers do tend to play bigs. So I think he'll be out there quite a bit. Been incredible this season. 
old man Lopez. I, I missed on that one. Uh, didn't didn't call that one. Didn't see that one happening. But he has been very very good at the defensive end, especially. So I do like him over the rebounds there. Uh, D'Angelo Russell over seven point five rebounds and assists. That's eighty five points against Memphis. Again, just paced up. Uh, Memphis and Minnesota game. I like it a whole lot. I like this over here. I think you know he'll have like five assists, which means he needs to grab three rebounds. Very doable. If he has six assists, just two rebounds. I think. It, I just think he hits this pretty pretty easily. Eighty five points there. Anthony Edwards over twenty nine point five points and assists. I like that one a lot. That's ninety points for that one against Memphis, of course. Um, yeah, I just don't see a world where he scores less than twenty six, twenty seven points. The assists might be an issue. He, if he scored 27, he would need to get uh, three assists. Should be manageable. Should be. Um, and last one here is Pascal Siakam. Probably my type, top play in the slate here. My big spend up. Over 6.5 rebounds, and that's 95 points against this Golden State Warriors squad. Um, yeah, I just think, you know, Pascal's going to be out there for the whole game. Stick nurse. And he's gonna grab rebounds. I mean, no, uh, there's not a whole lot of uh, size on the on the Golden State Warriors, so not a whole lot of competition for those boards. I think Pascal's gonna be just fine grabbing seven rebounds against them. So, but that's gonna do it for us, guys. That is it. I am Keith Cork. You can find me on Twitter at at bsbp Keith. So go follow me there. And wherever you're listening to the show, hit that like and subscribe button. Let us know you love us because we do love you. We certainly do. Um, but until next time, guys, go get that money.